What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Rockcast, powered by Onyx Hunt Maps. Jordan Bud here, your host. And today we're going to tackle another episode of Tipsy Tuesday for the week. It is November 9th, so a lot of western states are wrapping up their general hunts. Um, I know there's a general hunt in Wyoming that goes through this week. And then we're going to start shifting over to like late season elk, things like that. Trying to get a couple of my buddies on to talk about late season elk hunting. I personally love it because you hunt them like deer and it's usually just a really fun hunt. I did a late archery hunt down in Arizona a few years back in a good unit down there. Killed like a 335x6 with my bow and it was like one of the hardest hunts. That I've ever done just because of where those things live and the, the terrain that they're in. But it's a really fun hunt. A lot of times you can see a lot of elk. And then now, you know, November 9th, we're rolling right into the whitetail season. I'm heading out um, to go guide in Nebraska. So we've got a really packed week in November or packed November, month of November and first few weeks of December where for... Um, you know, we're going to be hunting with my outfit, running water hunting in Nebraska. So whitetail are getting spooled up. We just had a client that tagged out last night on a good eight point and they're chasing does. So should be, should be a good next month, month and a half or so. So, and then on my docket, I do have a late elk hunt down in Colorado here in a couple of weeks. It's going to be a fun one. Um, Hopefully we don't get completely snowed out of the place, but yeah, it'll be fun either way. We'll we'll close the season out that way. So on to what has been going on over on the rock slide deal. Um, I do want to I want to to take note that the photo contests are still going on over on the rock slide forums. So um, Kafaro has is sponsoring the elk photo contest um with a 750 dollars credit to the store so these are like big giveaways um and they're not giveaways there are contests or photo contests this is not like a big buck contest or a big bull contest the biggest doesn't win it's the best picture so go check that out cryptex has got mule deer um first light has whitetail stone glacier has the best sheep photo and then western edge gear has a youth contest going on too that they can win a tiny little backpack for kids it's a cute little thing um all right latest episodes we have come out with quite a few episodes this month so far so talked to a guy that ended up having to shoot a charging grizzly um, in Wyoming. So we talked to him about that whole thing. We talked to Tony Treach about how, you know, the first half of his season unfolded crazy with a couple of big ass bulls. He shot like a three, I think it was like a 360, um, desert bull. And then it was like a 330 or 340 bull in Colorado. So we talked about those. It's called desert bulls and mountain bulls with Tony. And then the latest, uh, episode we just put out was with Robbie talking about his, you know, the first couple months of his mule deer season. He's got some close encounters with a giant deer that he found. And yeah, you'll just have to listen to the story unfold that just came out. And then we had a Texas resident, Jake Acker, come on and talk about hunting in Montana and just hunting out of state, kind of how he's made that work. 
Um, so that's up. Those episodes are up and we do have more coming at you. We had, I talked to my buddy Kyle Camp with uh, Valley to Peak Nutrition here in the Valley. And he talks about um, preparing for the hunts coming up and then recovering from the hunts you just came out of. So we had some good conversation there. New rock slide articles that are up. We have uh, Tracked Optics UHD. It's a scope review that's up. Stone Glacier, uh, the SQ2 Alpine Gator, that review is up, as well as the Stone Glacier Sky 5900 Backpack Review. So those are up. Um, all right, some hot news. So I think the first one that I would like to cover is Colorado is considering changes. They're considering some changes to their deer and elk license allocations, which everybody in the world should have seen coming just with um, all the craziness that uh, that has happened with like, gosh, I don't even remember. I think there was like a 5,700 or a, I want to say 57,000 applicant jump in, in Colorado. That might be really high, but it, they had a, a gigantic spike, pretty much all the States for, for, uh, you know, whether it be just new users buying points or actually putting in for applications or purchasing licenses, there was a big spike in all the states. So, um, you know, Idaho, and that's something that's going to be coming up too that's probably worth noting. Idaho is probably going to start coming up with their, their, uh, you're going to get your licenses for next year. Last year, I think that was like December 1st when that opened. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it this year. But for non-residents, Idaho has changed their whole system to where it's not just over-the-counter, come into the state, buy a deer tag, be able to go anywhere in general units. Um, You're going to actually have to get on in December, and you're going to have to pick a unit, and all the units are capped. So they're just trying to spread the pressure out, which I imagine is what is going to happen in Colorado. And that's kind of what they're going to start talking about. They're just considering, you know, the the deer and elk, especially elk for archery in Colorado, a lot of the season or a lot of the units are over the counter and they are not capped to my knowledge. Um, I'm assuming that they're going to start capping in things like that because just the pressure just congregates in those areas. There's no way to spread it out. So I really like the way that Idaho has done it. I think, um, you know, just judging by past, you know, people, people's knowledge that have been in some of the units that I was in this year seemed like there was usually there's a lot more pressure and this year it didn't seem as bad. So I think that they, I think that it worked. What Idaho did worked and I'm thinking that maybe that's what Colorado is going to go to it and I like that model. So they're considering Resident and non-resident license allocations. So they're thinking about a 65-35 split. So 65% of the tags will go to uh, residents. 35% of the tags will go to non-residents. And then they're going to switch it up a little bit here. Hunt areas that require six points or more will be in a different allocation. They'll be in an 80-20. So 80% of the tags will go to residents. 20% will go to non-residents if that goes through. This is all very early in this this whole thing. Um, they're going to talk about over-the-counter elk licenses. 
what I think they're going to talk about is probably if they're going to cap some of those things or not. So it's basically going to still be over the counter, but it'll be a first come first serve. Once they're gone, they're gone type of a deal. And then they're going to also dive into the preference points and uh, for like the elk and deer. And they're going to dive into the weighted points for like sheep, moose, goat. Um, They're going to talk about those things. You can give your feedback just online through November 22nd. So you got a little bit of time to do that. Um, And then it kind of goes on and like they're going to have it, you know, they'll have a hearing in a couple months after that. They'll have another hearing a couple months after that. And then it sounded like later on, like next October, they're going to start like really talk about implementing these things. So you shouldn't really see these things coming until like 2023, I wouldn't say the actual changes. But if you want your voice to be heard, uh, you better get on it and because November 22nd is when they're going to take public comment, I guess, through. All right, another news story that has come up. It is called, there's uh, deer processors face 91 charges for poaching and money laundering. This is really why I threw this in here, the money laundering. That's always interesting. So eight people in Ohio uh, are facing criminal charges in a grand jury indictment after a deer processing outfit was found to have poached more than 30 white-tailed deer and stolen some 700 pounds of uh, venison from their clients, the stolen meat, which A&E processors skimmed from the harvested deer or their paying customers, and then they sold that for a profit. So crazy. It says, while five of the eight individuals named in the indictments were directly employed by A&E processors, the other three were allegedly supplying the company with wild game meat via poaching. So craziness. They go through um, everybody that was involved. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go through that, but this is Ohio. This is a, you can look this up says the charges vary from jack lighting and possession of untagged deer and turkey parts to conspiracy to commit telecommunications fraud and money laundering. And, uh, yeah, that's crazy. It also says the deputy press secretary for the attorney general um, says prison time is a real possibility for at least some of the accused in the case. So something crazy going on over in Ohio. And, all right. Going on to the hot minute, I'm going to keep this hot minute really short, and mostly what I'm going to say is hunt with intention, especially, I think, as we roll into these later seasons. Um, A lot of these later seasons are like rifle seasons. You might see more pressure, more people walking around. Um, You might just feel like there's more pressure type of a deal, and I think you should, should hunt with intention, meaning even like... You know, some of these rut hunts that are going on, yeah, the deer are going to be moving and yeah, you may need to cover ground and like everybody knows that, but I think that you can get really wild on it where you're just like, you're just driving around glass, like not maybe not even really glassing off the road, like might be skimming it a little bit, but even if you are going to, you know, use the road system to your, you know, to your, uh, whatever. You're going to use it in your advantage, I should say. Like, be very intentional. Like, have, 
hillsides picked out that you want to look at, where you can gloss them from, where you can park and just walk up to and gloss them from. Um, I would say just be more strategic. Um, I learned that this year, even with the, the early archery or the early rifle hunts more so is, uh, and we talked about that in the episode with, with Robbie and I, um, yeah, be, be intentional. And if you're going to cover country, give the areas that need it, like the attention that it needs. Um, like when it's prime hours, I would give one spot your attention that you think is going to be the best spot for that morning or evening, give that the attention that it needs. Stay there for the last two hours of light, for the first two hours of light. Um, and then during the midday, you know, it's like cold and snowy. Things might be up on their feet some more. Um, then like move around a little bit more, but don't just like go balls to the wall, moving around, like zooming up and down the roads, just like scanning things. Um, be more intentional. I think hunt it more carefully, just hunt smarter. That's what I'm saying there. So that's all I'm going to do for the, the hot minute this week. I think it's something to, uh, something to, to kind of let soak in and think about it some more and, and whatnot. Onyx, want to thank our sponsor Onyx Hunt Maps for powering the podcast to get it going through your speakers. You can get 20% off an Onyx map membership if you type in the code ROCKCAST at checkout. That'll get you 20 bucks off the Elite membership, which the Elite encompasses like all of the fun things that Onyx lets you do. You get access to Top Rut, I believe, um, along with Huntful and things like that. So there's some extra perks there, and we'll get you 20 bucks off if you use code ROCKCAST. We just brought on a new sponsor. I've mentioned it in the last couple of podcasts. Black Rifle Coffee is now a partner of the podcast. Super excited about that and just very grateful that um, they wanted to they wanted to hop on and kind of um, and help us kick this podcast out. I think that uh, you know I have been using Black Rifles. A lot of us are coffee drinkers, I would say, especially in the fall time. Large majority of us are, are coffee drinkers. I personally like the Freedom Roast if I'm making it at home. And then when we're on the road, I really like the Seep bags. Um, they're basically like, a, they almost look like a tea bag and you just like throw them in coffee. You let them sit for a while, um, kind of just to, so they get the amount of, I guess, coffee boost in there that you want. Um, I really like those ones. It seems like that's a lighter roast. The, the instants are really good too. I use those on the hill all the time and I really like those too. They're more of like a medium to like a, I would almost say like a, to a dark roast. Um, so it's kind of on the, the top end of the roast that I like for those instants, but the, they're fantastic. A lot of people are using like the Starbucks via instance. I strongly encourage you to make a little switch over to Black Rifle they're not nearly as expensive as the uh, the Starbucks ones that you get in like a pack of six or whatever. And they also just, I think that they taste better and it's the Black Rifle like, you know, motto or what they stand for is pretty awesome. And yeah, we just, we love them as a company. They're a bunch of great people that work over there. I know a couple of them personally and um, yeah. It's just just good. Super excited to have Black Rifle on. 
And gosh, what else? It's pretty much it. Um, you know, some upcoming episodes. Like I said, we've got a nutrition podcast coming. Trying to get some late season elk hunting tips um, and deer hunting tips as well as we roll into the late season. Trying to get those podcasts out as well. So that's all I've got for you this week. And we will talk to you guys in a couple weeks after, uh, probably after we get done with the, the rifle season in Nebraska. It's going to be crazy week excited to to share it with everybody and yeah we'll talk to you on the next episode